1990, a small-town New England murder became one of the highest-profile cases of the 20th century. With elements of sex, drugs, rock and roll, betrayal, and murder, the Pamela Smart case captured the attention of a nation and has been the inspiration for 20 years of movies, TV shows, books, and theater. Captivated, The Trials of Pamela Smart is a feature documentary that takes a new look at the case and reveals the deeper story behind the first fully televised trial in the United States. Jeremiah Zagar is the film's director. Here's Jeremiah. The following clip is of Richard Sherwin, giving you a little more background about narrative. Um, And that's one of the themes that we follow throughout the film. You know, who are we compared to the stories that are created about us? And I find it very interesting. For me, I'll say this. It is a great tragedy that Pamela Smart has a disproportionate sentence to her crime. Um, But another tragedy is that her story has been stolen from her. That she no longer had the right to tell her own story, that the world had co-opted it. And part of my goal in making this film was to give her that story back. Um, And what Richard Sherwin's going to talk about is how the world co-ops a person's story and why the world co-ops a person's story and why the justice system needs to do that in order to function. And I find it very interesting. Hope you do too. There are various reasons why justice might miscarry in a particular case. Um, It might be because we wanted uh, this character, this defendant, uh, to be something maybe different from what he or she is. That's the burden of responsibility, to make sure that no human being is saddled with the trappings of cliché stereotype, uh, media-spawned passions that distract us from more complex realities. If the system is working, we can slough off all of that artifice and deal with human reality in its bare terms. If we can reach that level, and if we can do that in a way that's palatable, because you still, in the end, have to make your story palatable. The jury has to be willing to enter into that reality. The prosecution had a very compelling story about the so-called black widow who would turn upon not just her husband, but also about turn upon students in her charge, the innocent, the vulnerable. That's a very compelling charge. What is equally compelling in a counter-narrative, one might ask? This is the job of the defense. What really is the defense? What is, if we were to think about the reality of the situation, to reverse engineer motivation for murder, what was really going on? And then, perhaps, instead of this notion of thrill kill, is that who these kids are? Really? Does that really deal with the drama in this case? Is it the most comprehensive narrative? Does it deal with the most facts? What do we know? What we do know, or think we know, is that this 
15-year-old initially was powerfully drawn to Pamela and ultimately was in love with her. Maybe she needed that love for whatever reason, maybe because of her own emotional immaturity, maybe because of her disappointments in her marriage, that brutal knowledge of her husband's affair seven months after they were married, short-term disappointment. She needed his affection, and maybe it was sincere. Let's assume it was. So let's assume that love was powerful and consummated. But then let's think perhaps Pamela decided it was wrong and withdrew, as she says. She told him it had to end. What would he react? How would he react to that message? The first most powerful love object in his life. And so he's faced with the collapse of his world. He's desperate. This is the story of desperate love. What will you do to keep your world intact? Not rationally, but completely passionately and irrationally. Love as a sickness, as the Greeks called it, a form of insanity. And so he does the one thing he can imagine, which is remove the obstacle that's keeping him from his love, which is Pamela's husband. That's the story of desperate love that the jurors ought to have heard and considered, but I don't think they got that chance. Now available digitally on iTunes and Amazon and on disc wherever DVDs are sold.